Hey, everyone. Th- it's Tia Moore here. Thank you for tuning in to Next View Podcast. I am your host of the Next View Home Professionals real estate team. Today, we are bringing you a podcast where we're talking about new construction. Um, we want to talk about some things that you can avoid in order to when you're purchasing a new build home so that you can save money and save yourself um, a whole lot of headaches down the road. So just a little background, this topic came up because we do have clients that we work with um, that purchase new builds, but usually we hear about the um, regrets from people after they contact us to sell their home. So they'll say, well, we bought this as a new construction property and the reason, um, and we wish we would have done this. You know, we bought it directly from the builder. We did this, this, and this. We wish we would have handled something differently. And so... Our team got together and we thought about okay let's let's take let's take notes of all the things that people have told us and let's narrow it down to the top five items that people struggle with and bring this to you in the form of our podcast. So thanks again for tuning in. If you guys are watching live, make sure that you let us know in the comments and um, and you know if you guys are listening on iTunes, make a, make sure that we know that you are listening every week. All right. So top five items to to be aware of when you are purchasing a new build home. Don't, don't make these mistakes. So when you walk into a model home community, you're usually seeing a house that has the most upgrades possible. Um, sometimes it's $100,000, $250,000 worth of upgrades. And the average person is not going to spend that much home on upgrading a house, um, especially if it's an entry-level home, right? However, the builder is going to literally put every single upgrade that you can imagine into the home. Um, so what what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to make sure that um, you're going to want to make sure that you know the difference between what comes in a standard home that you're building and what comes in and what is considered an upgrade in that model. And so what we do as a real estate team is we we take our client when before we even take them to a new build community, we go and we look at the properties and we have the sales representative on site walk us through, okay, what does the standard cabinets look like? What does the standard flooring look like? What is the standard countertops? What is the standard baseboards? What is the standard light fixtures? Um, does it come with appliances? Does it come with Um, window treatments? Does it come with a water softener? Does it come with a water softener loop? All those different things that most people aren't thinking about because they're so excited about how pretty the the model home looks like that they forget all about all of the things that are necessities, um, all of the things that are are things that they're going to really need in their daily life. Um, This is especially true when it's your first property that you're purchasing and you go with the new build. You're just so happy that it's being built that you forget all of those other things. So, um, understand that when you when you're going in and you're asking those questions, start with the cabinets. Ask them what their base cabinet looks like. More than likely, it's not going to be the cabinet that you see in the model home. Um, there are some builders that do a really good job of building a house with all standard features to let you know exactly what a standard item comes in. One of the builders that comes to mind is Lennar. I think they're really good about that. Um, but look and see what the standard cabinets are. Look and see what the standard flooring is. Most of the time, it's going to be a very low-grade um, tile and mostly mostly carpet in a lot of your main traffic areas, which a lot of which is not very popular right now. Most people don't want to have a lot of carpet in their home, um, and so 
you know, think about those things and think about, okay, how much money do you want to spend as you're looking at all the upgrades that the builder has done? So for example, when you're walking through the house, you can just say, well, how much of this is upgraded as far as a dollar figure? And sometimes you'll be surprised. You can always ask them for a list of what their upgrade costs are. Sometimes they provide it. Some builders do not. Some builders will allow you to go to their design center in advance to get pricing estimates so that you know exactly how much you would be into before you've committed and signed on the dotted line for that home. Um, What we would recommend as far as when you're thinking about what should you upgrade or what shouldn't you upgrade, we would definitely recommend um, putting money in cabinets because you're thinking about your kitchen, your bathrooms, the things that will be a lot pricier to do outside after you've closed on your home. And they're also, it could also cause you a big headache. Um, But I would go with cabinets. Um, Upgrade your cabinets with the builder um, if you have the ability to. Um, Some people will say, give me the base flooring and I'll do it afterwards. You'd, You'd be surprised how many times afterward never comes because we have busy lives and, you know, just life happens. So if you can get your flooring upgraded at the builder, I'd probably recommend that. There is, you know, the builder, they make all their money on the upgrades. They make their money with the design center. But for you, for your own peace of mind and convenience, it could be good just to get the flooring while the builder is there. The alternative to that, if you didn't want to do that and roll that cost into the mortgage, you wanted to just do it outside of it because you knew you could save money. Um, If you have the luxury of having the floors done before you move into the house, that is another option. But if that isn't, I would have the floors upgraded. Also, when you are with the builder, you're going to want to think of structural items. Look at structural things that you can upgrade. So I mentioned a water softener the other day. Sometimes some builders don't put a soft water loop in there. So that's something that you can have done. Um, You know, certain if you want, you know, a door that goes out of your garage into the backyard, that's something that would be important um, if you wanted to. You know, if you perhaps you're going to work from home or you're going to have clients that come into your home and you need access to one of the bedrooms from the house, you want to make sure that if that is an option for that builder, you get that done at the time instead of doing that after the fact. So you want to think about structural items and have those done right with the builder. Um, the other the other mistake that people make sometimes they forget to budget for things that usually are not included and you, you, you're you going to get after the fact. Um, landscaping is one of them. You can get landscaping through the builder, um, but most times people will say, well, you know, I'll do it afterward. That's a cost you're going to want to make sure you budget for because otherwise you're just going to have a, a yard that's a blank slate. Some builders will include the front yard landscaping. Some won't. Um, if they don't include the front yard landscaping, then they usually give you a time frame to have it completed um, in most time, in most cases, it's about 60 to 90 days after closing. So you're going to want to make sure you properly budget for that. Same thing with the backyard. If you go and get a backyard or if you, if you don't have the backyard landscape before you move in, you're just going to have dirt and you're, that's all going to be coming into your house when you open the windows. If you have pets, if you have, have kids, they're going to be traping, tracing that dust in and out of your home. So you're going to want to make sure that you budget to have the landscaping completed, I, you know, just to have that done. But a lot of people don't think about that price when they're thinking about how much they're willing to spend on this new home. Uh, the other thing to think about is the lot location. Uh, Fabi and I were just talking about this in the office. A lot of times, um, you know, with a lot of builders, there's going to be premium, what's considered premium lots, 
and what are considered standard lots. And they usually charge you a, f- a figure on those. So it can be as cheap as 2500 It can be as much as $200,000, depending on where you're purchasing and what price point. Um, 200000 we've seen that when people purchase a lot that's on a golf course. Um, but here's something to keep in mind. When, when you're looking at the lot, when you're looking with the builder and they're showing it to you on a map, have them drive you out there to it as well. And take a look around and to, to get a feel for it because you don't want to purchase a lot that backs to a, ro- a main road because you're going to have trouble with resale. And then once that road gets busy, there's gonna it's, it could be noisy and it's something that you may not be happy with after the fact. Um, but it's also it can also be more challenging for you to sell that home um, in the future if you decide to upgrade or downgrade or you have to relocate somewhere. Um, you know, life happens. And so you don't want to, you want to make sure that you don't have that challenge because you didn't pay attention to the lot. So a lot of times if there's a no lot premium lot, sometimes that can be um, what you, you, you end up getting stuck with. You get a, get stuck with the lot that is not, is the least desirable. Um, and then let's talk about those premium lots. Some people want, you know, the bigger lot, they want the pie shaped lot, they want the cul-de-sac lot, um, they want the lot that's near Greenbelt that doesn't have a side neighbor or back neighbor. And those are wonderful. And the builder may charge you a premium, $30,000, dollars $60,000 for that. But one thing to remember um, is you may not see, you, you're, you're not going to see that in resale in many cases. So a lot of people, you know, they'll call us to sell their house and we will rec- make a price recommendation and they'll say, well, we paid $60,000 to the builder when we purchase this home, because it's a premium lot, why can't we charge $60,000 more when we resell it? And the reason for that is because that's just not how it works on resale. And, um, you know, your home is going to have to appraise based on other homes that are similar in the area. And yes, you may get a, you may get a little additional money if the lot is in a low, if the lot um, calls for a premium, like a cul-de-sac, those are usually pretty popular um, if you're near Greenbelt, but you're not going to see a significant amount of money from a, from resale just because you paid that much with the builder. So that's something to think about. So if you do go ahead and you pay that lot premium, understand that you're paying it for your own enjoyment, but you not, may not necessarily see it on the resale side. Um, so that was three. Number four is, and I always caution people about this, is using the builder's lender. Um, you know, they typically the the builders are going to give you an incentive. They may say we'll pay all of your closing costs, or we we may pay this dollar amount toward closing costs. Something to understand is you may not be getting the best rate. So while you may save a little bit of money on closing costs right now, over the life of your loan, you may likely be paying much more money than you could have had you got other independent estimates that are outside of the builder. So that's something that we always say. You know what? Make sure you get additional. Make sure that you receive additional rates and quotes to make sure that you truly are getting the best possible deal. Because if you're doing a 15, 30 or 30 year mortgage, that those those dollar amounts add up much higher than the $5,000 you may be getting from the builder. And I use 5,000 because that's semi the average, but it can be less, it could be more. Um, Number five, hire a great real estate agent. Um, you know, a lot of these number one through four could be avoided if you did work through the process with a real estate agent that has experience working with the builder. 
you know, you guys, you can negotiate in regards to the lender. You think, you know, you got the, um, you, they were offering to pay you the closing costs up front. Maybe we can negotiate that they'll still pay your closing costs, but you still get to use your lender of choice. We have one in escrow right now with, um, I think it's DR Horton, where we negotiated that our client could use her same lender because she didn't want to start over. Excuse me. <clears throat> she didn't want to start over. And so they, did, they didn't agree to pay all of the closing costs, but we did agree um, they did pay about 75% of it. So it covered a quite, a quite a bit for her, and she didn't have to start all over new after she'd been working with the lender for a while just to get exactly where she needed to be to purchase a home. Okay. Um, but again, like I was saying, if you hire a great real estate agent that has experience, that they work in the market, then they understand the builder relationships, you're going to be able to save yourself a lot of money because you're going to avoid making some of those mistakes that people make because they go in on on their own. Um, and the other benefit is, you know, the builder does pay the cost of the real estate agent. The You just have to make sure that when you go and look at these properties, that your real estate agent of choice accompanies you on that first visit. If that agent is not there with you, then the builder will likely not honor that relationship. And that's something that we go over with you during our home buyer consultation when you do meet with our with our team um, and we walk you through that process and what that looks like. So, you know, once you do hire an agent, if they go through that process and they tell you what that looks like, they'll they'll walk you through each step of the process you'll likely have a great experience. Um, if you're working with the next few home professionals team, you're definitely going to have a great experience. But um, again, if you're working with a reputable real estate agent in the Valley, then more than likely they're going to walk you through those steps and help you save money so that you're not, you, you don't, when you go to resell this property in the future or whatever may happen, um, you don't feel like you have a lot of regrets. So those are our top five. I'll just recap them. So know the difference between the standard. Know the difference between the standard items that are in the model homes and the upgrades. Um, if they happen to have a, a home that's already built that didn't get a lot of upgrades, have them have the salesperson walk you through that. Um, and again, that's something that your agent can assist with. Number two, uh, making sure you're budgeting for the items that you'll be responsible for, such as landscaping. Um, also make sure you're looking window treatments. That's a huge expense. So make sure that that's something that you're either budgeting for, you're negotiating with the builder, or you're adding that at your design center to make sure you have window treatments in the house. Number three, the lot location. Location, location, location. It's very important where you are in the community um, for your own peace of mind and then also for future appreciation. Number four, um, using the builder's lender, make sure you always get a second or third opinion because you want to make sure that you save the most amount of money now um, and over the life of your loan, not just saving on closing costs. That number, it's a big number, so it can feel very, um, it can feel very attractive to just go with it, but it may not be necessarily be in your best interest over the long term. And number five is just making sure you hire the right agent that's going to help guide you through this process and they're going to help you save money up front. But in the long run, if you make good decisions, it'll help you make money because your home will appreciate and you avoid making some of the mistakes that may, you know, make you let, you don't want to make less money on resale than some of your neighbors do because they make, a, because they did hire an agent and they made some better decisions. So that is our podcast for this week. I just want to um, thank you guys again for tuning in. If we've if I've said anything today that maybe you didn't know and you learned something from it, make sure you let me know. Um, I'd love to hear from you. I love 
the light bulb emoji for something um, that you hadn't thought of before. And maybe it's something that you're now thinking about. So think about that. Um, I just want to say thank you so much to our lending partners. They help us with our clients every single day. Justin and Ryan from the Oliver Whalen team. Our clients contact them when they're thinking about purchasing a home. A lot of times they you know, may call them a year in advance, six months in advance, or maybe they'll call them now because they're ready to do something now. Either way, give them a phone call if you are thinking about purchasing a home and start that process so that you can see either what it looks like if you were to close on a home today or what it will look like if you did it in the future. Um, so call Justin and Ryan. They're there. They will take good care of you. Um, we also work with Yvonne Hunter. When you're purchasing a new home, you can still do a home warranty. You do have a builder warranty that will last one year, but you want to know what happens after that, right? So you want to still, you know, help reduce and offset some of those costs um, that come along with home ownership. So Yvonne Hunter with Platinum Home Warranty, we highly recommend her. If you have any questions about their services or you would like a brochure, you can contact Yvonne or you can contact me. I do have um, all of that information and I can help provide it to you. Um, and to security title, Jeremy Eaton. I just saw him as I was coming here. Um, Jeremy is with security title. Their job is to make sure that you have clear title upon closing on a home, pretty much making sure there are no liens from prior owners um, of the land, of the property, so that when you own the home, you own it free and clear of somebody else's encumbrances and liens. So if you do have um, any questions uh, that are title related, feel free to give Jeremy a phone call. He's happy to answer your questions. And again, we appreciate the support from our trusted partners and we are happy to be in business with them. If you guys have any questions about purchasing a home or purchasing a new build, make sure you contact the Next View Home Professionals team. My team is happy, ready, and willing to assist you with your next home purchase or your inquiries, we can be reached at 480-281-3078. And you can also um, reach us by visiting our website at www.nextviewre.com. Does anybody say www anymore? No. Anyway, it's nextviewre.com. So we will see you guys next Thursday, same time at 1 p.m. If you have any questions in the meantime, reach out to me. Thanks for tuning in.